Well, good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us today for Worship Online. I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas. It was just a few days ago, but I hope that amidst everything that's going on, you got some encouragement and there was some time of just reflection and that over the past few days of Christmas, you had a chance to really think about and reflect upon the meaning of it and what an amazing display it is of God's love and care for us. Again, thanks for being here now. Next week, January 3rd, we will be back in person for those who feel comfortable coming. We'll also be streaming online. And so if you haven't already received an email, you'll get one with some RSVP information. But we look forward to being uh, back in person and having our two services as well as streaming one online. We're also grateful that we have the chance today to spend just a few minutes uh, thinking about maybe next year and thinking about the kind of people God wants us to be and something we can be about and that we can prioritize. And so in a minute, we'll jump into God's word, but let me pray, and then we'll see what God has for us. Father, thanks for this time of year when we do get to reflect upon your love for us in Jesus. And thanks for pursuing us and coming to where we were. Father, I pray now as we think about the year ahead, and we think about what you might have for us, that this text and this passage will be helpful and uh, meaningful and just give us one or two things to think about and to commit to. We're grateful for everything you do for us, and we want to please you. Amen. Well, this is the time of year, right? Just a couple days before the end of the year. It's a time of year when most people look ahead to what that next year might be about. And this time last year, this time in 2019, who could have ever looked ahead and imagined everything that would have happened in 2020? And maybe some of you over the past few days, you've kind of been reflective and you've spent some time looking back over 2020 and thinking about just everything that happened and how what we took for granted and so many things has changed and how what was normal isn't normal and things are different. Maybe some of you have looked back and maybe there's other of you who, you know what, forget 2020. Who wants to look back to that? You've already started to look ahead. And you're starting to plan for 2021 and think about 2021 and kind of have some ideas about what you'd like to do. There may be others of you who are like, there is no way that I can plan for 2021 because I just don't know what to expect. And, and I get that. But what I'd love to do today, right, is just take a few minutes and, and, and do look ahead to 2021. And yeah, we can't predict what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen, but we can think about whatever might happen. What kind of people do we want to be? What do we want to be about? What do we want to be prioritizing? And so this morning together, we're kind of going to think about a few things that together we may be able to press into. Next Sunday, what we're going to do is, is think about us as a church. It's going to be a little bit of a vision talk. We'll spend some time looking back over 2020 and just celebrating what God's allowed us to do and the way God has worked here at Calvary in 2020. And then we're going to spend a little bit of time looking ahead to 2021 and thinking about some new things we're doing as a church, some additional things, some great ministry opportunities. And that's next week. But this week, the question is, for me and for you, in our own spiritual walks with God, what might be out there for us in 2020? So I want to think about that by pulling some thoughts from a psalm, Psalm 27. And here's a little bit about backstory about that psalm, some background on it. It's written by a guy named David. And obviously David is going through some challenging circumstances. And what most scholars think is that David is probably being pursued by his son. David's son was a guy named Absalom. 
And there was a certain moment in their relationship when Absalom rebelled against David and Absalom wanted to kill David and get the power and seize the throne. And so David kind of goes on, on the run and hides and tries to get away from Absalom. We don't necessarily know exactly what it was that David's facing, but we do know the perspective that David wants to have, no matter what it is he's facing. And so as we look ahead to 2021, what David wanted to be about, what David wanted to prioritize and chase after and pursue, is just a great challenge for me and a great challenge for you to be about that same thing. So what was David's focus? What was his goal? What did he want as he thought about where he'd been, as he thought about where he was, and as he thought about where he was going to go? Well, he kind of teased that all up in the middle of the psalm in verse 7 and verse 8 and into the first part of verse 9. And here's the big idea of what David wants to be about. He says this, Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face. And my heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. What David's saying is that what he wants to chase after, right? What he wants to seek is he wants to seek God. And he's committed to pursuing God and to knowing God and to seeking God. And David's not talking about a one and done thing. What David's talking about is this lifestyle, this, this heart, this mindset, this priority. That, that I want to be a person, God, David's saying, who seeks you, who chases you, who runs after you, who pursues you, God, and who knows you. And as we hear David's heart, as we hear what David prioritized, the question that comes for you and I this morning, just a few days away from 2021, is this. What if you and I had a clear goal that, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen in 2021, but we do know that no matter what happens in 2021, we want to be people who seek God. We want to be people who seek God. And I don't mean by that that we just want to come to church more or we want to do more. Coming to church and doing things are valuable things to help us in our quest to know God and in our seeking of God. But what I'm really pressing into is not just an activity, but a heart, a heart, a desire, a mindset that God, when I get into 2021, I want to seek you and I want to know you. I want to be passionate about that in a way that perhaps maybe you and I haven't done before, or in a way to build upon what we've already desired and wanted to do in past years. David says, God, I want to seek you. And it's a great challenge and a simple opportunity for you and I, and so I just want to ask you right now, would you commit to that? Right now, as you're listening to this, would you commit to that in 2021, you're going to seek God. Now, if, if you're not willing to commit to that, then I guess my question is, why? If you're not willing right now to say, you know what, I do. I commit to seeking God and pursuing God more richly and more fully in 2021. If you're not willing to commit to that, why? And if you're not going to commit to seeking God, then what are you going to commit to seeking? 
Because every single one of us is going to seek something next year. Every single one of us is going to pursue something next year. Every single one of us is going to chase after something next year. And if you're not willing to chase after God, then what have you decided you want to chase after instead? If seeking God is something that we want to do, if seeking God is something that David did, well, then then how do we do that? What are the tools to do that? You know, if you think about books, if you think about movies, many times when there's a character who's about to go on a mission or a character who has a quest, they often get a tool to help them in that journey. Luke Skywalker had the great tool of the lightsaber. If you think about James Bond, James Bond had tools on his various missions of pens that exploded and shoelaces that turned into helicopters. And the question is, as you and I become people who, who seek after God, what tools do we have? What do we have on our quest to do that? What perspective, what focuses should we have? Well, well, let's kind of pull some of them out of the psalm. And the first thing that we see, and I'll just front end this for us right now, is if we want to seek God, then one part of doing that, one thing that helps us doing that is this, to put your faith in God alone and work to eliminate misplaced faith in other things. Put your faith in God alone and work to eliminate misplaced faith in other things. That's what David says in the minute moment that he's facing with this stress and this anxiety and these circumstances. This is what he says about where his confidence is. Verses 1 and verses 2. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid. You know, David in that moment had lots of different things he could have put his confidence in. David was this experienced warrior. David had been successful in battle. He'd killed a giant. He'd killed some wild animals. David could have put his confidence in himself. David would have had an army of different soldiers and different men around him to protect him. He could have put his confidence in them. David had power and he could have put his confidence in that. But you know what David says in this moment? When everything around me is shaky, the thing that I have faith in, the thing that I'm anchored to, the place in which I place my faith is in you, God, and you alone. He chooses to trust ultimately in God, which enables him and furthers and is an outflowing of his desire to seek God. And the question for us today is this. What are you trusting in right now? to make your life work? What are you trusting in right now to make your life work? Whatever hard thing you're facing, whatever you're facing that wakes you up in the middle of the night or keeps you from going to bed at night or gets you up early in the morning, what are you trusting in to help fix that thing? It's a great reminder for some of us this morning that as we seek God, we should put our faith in God alone and work to eliminate misplaced faith in other things. Here's one thing that helps you and I and can help you and I right now to put our faith more in God, to be able to do that and to desire to do that. You know what that is? That's to look back on how God has been faithful in the past. Looking back on God's faithfulness in the past helps strengthen our faith in the present. What strengthens our faith in the present is remembering how God has been faithful 
in the past. And so I would just put a challenge before you. Before the next couple of days of the clock expire, before 2021 comes, I'd encourage you to grab a piece of paper, grab your iPad, grab a phone if you like to type things in, and just spend 5, 10, 15 minutes writing down how has God been faithful to you in 2020? How has he been good to you? How has he shown up for you? Even if he hasn't changed some of the circumstances you wish that he might change, how has he been present with you in those circumstances? And maybe for some of you, how has he shown up in great ways to change some circumstances? How has God been faithful to you in 2020? And then I'd stretch it a little further back, not just this year. How has God been faithful to you over the past couple of years? What are some ways that God's shown his goodness to you over the past 10 years, over the past 20 years? Write those things down. Spend some time remembering them. Spend some time being thankful to God for them because people who pursue God and people who seek God are people who put their faith in God and don't put their faith in misplaced things. And to help us place our faith in God, what strengthens our faith in the present is looking back and remembering God's faithfulness to us in the past. There's something else involved in seeking God. It's something else that David mentions, and it's in the fourth verse of this psalm. In the fourth verse of this psalm, this is what David says. One thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. That's a great line right there that David's praying about and David's seeking after, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. It's really interesting here. David's not asking to escape his circumstances. Other places he does, there's nothing wrong with asking that. What David's saying is that in the midst of these circumstances and in the future days to come, what David's asking is, God, can I see your beauty? God, I want to know your goodness. I want to know your kindness. I want to know your love. I want to know who you are and what you're like. The second tool to help you and help me as we seek after God in 2021 is this, to focus on understanding the beauty and the greatness of God. Focus on understanding the beauty and the greatness of God. What else is a tool? What else is involved in helping us seek God more deeply in 2021? Well, he tells us um, in verse 3, or rather in verse 8, excuse me. I, I love this verse. This is one of, this is a verse that I come back to a lot, and we've already read it, but here's what David said. This is this, this important, this integral part of David's ability to seek God, and here's what he said. Verses 7, 8, verse 9. Hear, O Lord, when I cry out loud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. 
hide not your face from me. I love that verse because here's what David's saying. What David's saying is, God, I know that you want me to seek you. And God, I want to seek you. And so God, I am asking you not to hide yourself from me. I'm asking you to make yourself known to me as I seek you. I love that verse. I come back to that a lot in my own life, and I love it because what it reveals is this. Ultimately, seeking God and finding God doesn't depend upon our best efforts and our hardest work. Ultimately, God has to be involved in our finding him. God has to enable us and help us to seek him and to find him, and that's what David is praying. And David's saying, God, I want to seek you. You want me to seek you. So don't hide your face from me. Here's the third thing for you and I to do is in 2021, we want to pursue God. And this is simple, but it's so essential. Here it is. Ask God to help you seek him. Ask God to help you seek him. And there's one final tool out of this psalm that we can pull that will enable us to seek God better in 2021. It's in verse 11, and this is what David prays. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Teach me your way, O Lord. The fourth tool to help you and I as we seek God is this. Learn from God. Learn from God. In 2021, part of seeking God will involve learning from God, and learning from God will help us as we seek God. And here's the amazing thing for you and for me. Every single thing that God knows we need to know about him, and every single thing that God wants us to know about him, guess what? He's already told us, and he's already told us here, We don't have to guess. We don't have to wonder. We don't have to try to figure it out. In this book, in these stories which are true, in these different pieces and genres of literature, all of which are inspired by God, God has given to us every single thing that we need to know about him and every single thing that he wants us to know about him. This word is inspired by God. It's given to us by God. This is where we come to learn about him. And if this isn't something that you already do, then I would encourage you and I would challenge you in 2021. As part of your desire to seek God, will you also commit to learning from this book more about God? To regularly read God's word in 2021. And and don't regularly read God's word in 2021 only for the purpose of checking a box. Come to God's word in 2021 joyfully, eagerly, expectantly, knowing that the word is still alive, knowing that the word speaks to what we're going through, knowing that God's word doesn't return void, and open up the word because you want to know more about God and because you want to also know God. It's 
a challenging thing to sometimes do. And so here's two practical things that might be available to help you. There are so many Bible reading plans out there. You can get apps, you can Google it. You, there are, there's Bible reading plans in the back of Bibles. I'd encourage you just to find one. Just find one that works for you and whatever it is, go for it and jump into it. And if you get behind, hey, you get behind. That's okay. Keep going. Keep going. And for some of us, as we open up this book, it can be really, really confusing and challenging. And again, that's why I'm so excited about our sermon series coming up in January as we walk through, actually most of next year, as we walk through the Old Testament and put all the stories into context. But part of something that can help you as you learn about God, right, and read his word and get into his word. Bible reading plan could be a great tool for 2021. Also is this. It's a Bible called the Daily Walk Bible. The Daily Walk Bible is put out by an organization called Walk Through the Bible. And it contains for you daily readings, right? It walks you through the Bible in a daily plan. And for each daily plan, there's a little bit of context, a little bit of explanation about what's going on in that passage, in that story, how to understand that story. And then coming out of those stories and the readings for the day, there's some application questions. It is a great tool for some of us who want to dig into reading God's word in a meaningful way to learn about him in a way that maybe we haven't before. The Daily Walk Bible. I think it's like $11.99 at Target.com or something. And honestly, if you can't afford it, then I'll be happy to make sure we get you a copy, okay? So you can send me an email about that. But let's not waste the opportunity that we have to learn about God. If, if we're not in the book, and I, you know me, I, I'm not trying to beat you over the head with things to do, but I'm just shooting you straight. When I'm not in the book... And when you're not in the book, we're missing an opportunity to know God. We're missing an opportunity to help us on our walk to seek God and to chase God and to pursue God. And let's not miss that opportunity in 2021. I have no idea what 2021 holds, but regardless of what it holds, I invite you to commit with me that we want to be people who seek God more deeply in 2021. And to help us do that, tools to do that, perspectives to do that, is this. Put your faith in God alone and work to eliminate misplaced faith in other things. Focus as you seek God. Focus on understanding the beauty and the greatness of God. Will you ask God to help you seek him? and learn from God. I have no idea what's in store, but you know what I do know? If we commit to being people who seek God more fully in 2021, I don't think we can go wrong. So let's be those people. Thanks for spending some time here today with us, and I look forward to next week when we'll continue to live stream our service and to gather together in person, and I'll see you then.